knife. Put away that knife. No! <laughs> <laughs> uh, I need it. Someday we're going to look back on this episode or like something's going to happen and someone's going to listen to this part of the episode and they're going to be like, wow, this is when it all started going downhill for both of them, huh? For both of them? Excuse me. Speak for yourself. I have a knife. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, that was a cackle. (laughs) (laughs) You had me at... Hell no. Hello and welcome to You Had Me at Hell No. I'm Allie. And I'm Mel. And this is our podcast where we watch romance movies and try to figure out why we love a genre that hates us so much. We watch dramas, rom-coms, erotic thrillers. If romance is central to the plot, we are going to talk about it. That's right. And today we're talking about a movie that for a minute I thought, wait, does this count? But it definitely does count. And it's frankly a very fun one. Pardon my dog. <laughs> He's excited too. The Saint. Honestly, I I love this movie so much. Me too. It's fun. This movie is very fun. It's genuinely it's, like a fun action romance thriller. And you got it, you got 1997 Elizabeth Shue. Elizabeth Shue. Young Val Kilmer. Ooh, hunk. Truly a hunk. Very dishy. These are two dishy people. Yeah, and also um, the actor who plays the bad guy's son. Ilya. Ilya. Yeah, he plays Ilya. I think his name is like Vareny, Varenyovich Nikolaev or something. I think that's what it is. He is a beautiful Oh, honestly, a cutie. A cute dude. Beautiful hair. Beautiful hair. Yeah. Gorgeous hair. Ugh. Even with the burns all over his face, I was like, yeah. Give honestly, it, to me. it was it was a look. I also was watching it like this is very Melanie's tea. Like, very, very much. That's Melanie's gig. Like a guy with a cane. Um, kind of. I forget how you. I think you texted me and were like, this is very Lucius Malfoy, which is. It's You're basically kind of it's basically vibe. like Gary Oldman's Dracula meets Lucius yeah. Malfoy meets like a post fall of the Iron Curtain Russian oligarchs right hand guy. And you yeah, know that's, what? That's it's a great look. That's your type of like bad boy. That's your type of bad boy. <laughs> Russian oligarch right hand man. <laughs> You're like, what happened to the Romanovs? He's like, Don't worry about it. Yeah. Fully. Do not be concerned. I can't I, do a Russian. I accent. did not understand a word of Russian from this movie. Oh. Oh no. I know. That's okay. Okay. Should we get into this? All right. Yeah. Okay. So. Okay. The Saint. Okay. Um. The opening of this film is. The opening of this movie is crazy. It's Bunksville Station. Okay. So this little boy is in an orphanage that's like a catholic it's like a catholic orphanage 
and he's in trouble. He he took something or whatever. I forget what the. Oh no, he won't say his given name. He um, won't say his like new Catholic name, right? Was yeah. that it? He I think that's what it is. And then so for that reason, they are not feeding any of the other children. Oof. And he, Yikes. because he is like a little magician boy, he has all these tricks. He has like a little pocket knife and he all these. He is a little lo- magician boy. He <gasps> is able to pick the lock and give them all the food. And he's like, I'm going to escape tonight. But first he calls upon another orphan, a little girl named Agnes. And he's like, Agnes, I'm getting us out of here. But before I do, I, I, I would like a kiss. And I'm like, this is gross because these children are like 10 years old. Allie, I don't know about you, but when I was 10 years old, the last thing on my mind was kissing. I, if someone had actually tried to kiss me, I would have been very concerned. I did think about it. No, wait, at 10, I was not thinking about kissing. It was like a thing of, um, one day I will probably want to do that. And then when I was 11, I saw, um, Attack of the Clones, and then I thought about kissing a lot. Mm, that checks out. Attack of yeah. the Clones will do that. And I, yeah. for me, it was, I didn't, I didn't <laughs> think about kissing as like, oh, someday I'm going to do that. When I was 10, I fully thought about kissing as if it was the most disgusting thing anyone could do. Um, and I then thought it was, sh- I I thought it was shameful. Ha- then I saw I Hayden Christensen as Anakin mm-hmm. Skywalker and all of that changed. Honestly, Hayden Christensen? Thanks, babe. Young Val Kilmer in this film has an effect. Ooh! That dude Ooh! is a grade A hunk. I, I... This movie is kind of like a great, kind of fun showcase for Val Kilmer, because he gets to just sort of have fun and do what he clearly loves to do, which is like, give me a wig, I'm going to do like a full little character, I'm going to do an accent, I'm going to have fun. And it is fun to watch him do this. It's, it is fun. It's charming. He's, he's clearly having fun. I don't think his impressions are very good. Oh, I think some of them are great. And I think others of them maybe could have used more time, but well, I, I don't really care because they're fun. Obviously, I think we both All agree. of them are fun. His best impression is the queer German man. Oh, I loved him. I loved it. Truly. I, that was my favorite. A triumph. That was my favorite. A triumph. I, I loved that one. Um, I, okay. So, sorry, just a little, I'll, I'll do a quick plot summary. Yes. Um, <laughs> I forgot about the plot. My God. Same. Okay. So Val Kilmer plays uh, a guy. I believe his name is Simon. Yeah. Anyway, um, he is a thief. He is very good at sort of assuming identities and like, you know, he, he wears wigs and outfits and he has all this cool technology and he is hired to steal things. And he anyway, he steals a microchip from this Russian leader, that Russian leader in turn, in order to get revenge on him, hires him to steal information from this scientist. Turns out that information is about cold fusion and uh, Val Kilmer falls in love with the scientist played by Elizabeth Shue. And then it's kind of a big twist, turn, adventure, hijinks to both retrieve her notes on how to do cold fusion and also defeat this evil Russian 
leader who is kind of what he's okay he's trying to humiliate the current russian president by giving him the wrong answer to cold fusion and then he will have the correct cold fusion answer well that that's what he okay so that's what anyway they, they get away with it Tretiak. yeah so he basically his the big bad's plan initially is because Val Kilmer steals the microchip from him, he mm-hmm. takes revenge on Val Kilmer because he's trying to set him up for failure. So he has him steal the notes on Cold Fusion from Elizabeth Shue, and then he gives the notes because he falls in love with Elizabeth Shue, and he's he says, no, I'm not going to give you these. And then Tretiev threatens him and says, okay, well, if you don't give me the notes, then I'm going to kill her. Yeah. And so Val so Kilmer has no choice but to turn over the notes on Cold Fusion. Meanwhile, the big bad's scientist, the most stressed out man in the world, the only scientist yeah. in Russia, it seems. The only. The only. Like they don't find. There's nobody else. This man is the only scientist in Russia uh, <laughs> in 1997. Mm-hmm. And um, so basically, Elizabeth Shue figures out the the things in the equation that weren't working she solves the problem and so val kilmer gets her to the american embassy to escape the big bads who have been chasing them and then it is a way to a get revenge and b do what elizabeth shoe ultimately wants because she doesn't want to sell cold fusion she wants it to be free because it Mm -hmm. produces energy because the backdrop of this is that i think they're in moscow and there's um, an energy crisis and there's no heat. So people are like freezing to death and dying and they're desperate and they're turning on the president. So Tretiev what? is using that to his advantage to try and turn people against the president so he can be the president because oh. he's like a former Communist Party, big bad KGB guy. Mm-hmm. And so they team up with the only scientist in Russia and they make it so that when Tretiev accuses the president, Karpov, of actually like conspiring and wasting everyone's time and money it actually works so it looks like tretiev has been the bad guy all along which yeah. he has been and also, that's that's the oh, twist that's the twist but also scotland yard has been looking for val kilmer and they haven't they haven't been able to figure out like who he is or find him or figure out his like secret and elizabeth shoe figures it out she figures out like oh all of these people have the names of catholic saints and so that means these, like, do you have the ledgers, do you have the ledger of, like, people who have, um, what was it? It's oh, people trying to leave Heathrow Airport. Yeah. I think she can pinpoint which one it is. She's basically the only one that can find him, but also she loves him. And she says the great line, a line that I'm obsessed with, which is, why would you do it? Why would you steal cold fusion? <laughs> I, okay, I have a question, and I don't Please. mean... Please! I don't mean to disrespect Scotland Yard, but, like, oh, don't no. you think that they would know or be able to recognize the names of Catholic saints? No, they're dummies! <laughs> <laughs> the big British dummies! <laughs> and I know, like, they're dumb. I don't know. Dumb, so, dumb, no offense dumb, to dumb, Scotland dumb. Yard. Yeah, I, but like, I just thought that was a little silly. No, but it is. But the idea is that a thing they could say, Elizabeth Shue and Val Kilmer say to each other is like, I found you. Like, how will I find you? Okay, I'll find you. You found me. Like, they, the idea is that they immediately are connected. Even though, 
<laughs> okay, so the disguise. We need. He, we <laughs> he uses, okay, he uses two different disguises to like. Because the first one, he thinks she's gonna be. He thinks that um, what is her for Emma? He thinks Emma Russell is gonna be like an old, old scientist lady, and so first he dresses like. Well, and a also, also greasy, like gross. Hit, also, the like, big bad tells him lies to him and says i've been trying to get this from her but she's ornery and cantankerous and she's like really difficult to work with so yeah. val kilmer dresses up like this like really difficult old dude like journalist yeah, yeah journalist guy yeah and he's like i'm gonna expose you because blah, 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 and then realizes he needs to take a different tack because he breaks into her apartment when she's not there and learns a bunch of stuff yeah. about her so then he decides that in order to get close to her, he's going to have to seduce her, and that's when they fall in love. Yeah, but also the way, because what he finds out about her is that she, despite being you know, like a scientist who's working on cold fusion, she's very, like, she's really into poetry. She's really, she, every day she walks by this one statue, and um, she's really into, like, finding someone who understands her and the light and the beauty in the universe. And, and he, he reads also... her diary, and one of the things her diary says is that she wants to be in love, but she wants an all-consuming love, the same way that mm -hmm. her work consumes her, which yeah. is a he... little troubling to me. Uh, but you know, teach. Why, them. Melanie? What do you, what do you, what do you mean? Uh, why, Melanie? Why would that be? <laughs> in all-consuming love? Uh, oh. Not for me. That's not how I like to live my life. I, okay, um, but what uh, what bugged me is that he sees a picture of her dad, and he basically dresses like her dad. Yeah. To seduce her, and it works. And what he does, can I say, I lost my mind at this when she walks because she, she walks by this statue, um, uh, of is it Shelley, I think. Well, they I, they do talk about Shelley a lot, so. I don't know but if it's the a statue of like a man. It's a statue of a man, sort of like laying down and sort of being caressed by the sunlight. And then it cuts to Val Kilmer in the same position as the statue, but he's sketching it. Yeah. <laughs> and he has long hair, and he's doing a <laughs> the worst, literally the worst South African accent I've ever Here heard. Here is the thing: South African is a difficult accent. Yeah, I know. I've known uh, a South it's... African or two in my day, and like, don't even okay, try. Me too. Don't even. Not yeah, but, but what I'm saying is, don't try. If you can't do it, it's don't try. But it's also, I gotta say, I loved it. I loved it. I think of his, the, the worst part about this was part of me was like. I'm not saying this would work on me, but it would. I would. He would get more of my time than he deserved. Okay, okay, listeners, you didn't see this, but as soon as Ali <laughs> said, "I'm not saying this would work on me," my eyebrows went into my hairline. <laughs> like, what? What do you mean a long-haired guy who like writes poetry and is like, "What do you searching for?" See, I'd be but, like, oh, okay. brother. Here's the thing, though. I can't judge you because Gary Oldman as Dracula could Thank you. Could absolutely pull me. And I was going to say, you can't say shit to me. I can't. <laughs> I cannot. You are fully 100% correct. I cannot. The thing that's wild, though, is because he, like, they go to the, they go to, like, a cafe and they talk and then he, like, walks out because he's so overwhelmed. 
but he what he does is he hides and he poke he like basically stabs himself in the forehead so that she'll find him and try to take care of him and because head wounds tend to bleed the most even though um here's the thing a superficial cut like that won't do a lot of damage but it does bleed a lot because yeah but also she's tended to that wound she can't see that wig line babe can't see that lace front honey listen not everyone can clock a wig when you're that close I think, but also I think there's an element of her seeing what she wants to see because she's so, she's so, and this is one thing that I do kind of like and also hate because I don't like feelings barf, but they're, the love that they find with each other is all consuming because boom, immediately they fall for each other. Immediately they love each other. I, I like, they have great chemistry. They do. And I thought that was interesting because. Elizabeth Shue is notoriously, like, an amazing human being, and Val Kilmer is infamously difficult to work with. I, have you watched the documentary, Val, this did? About Val Kilmer, or the one about the island of Dr. Moreau? About Val Kilmer. Oh, no, I watched the documentary about the island of Dr. Moreau, though. But, that's, but they also, they do talk about the island of Dr. Moreau and the Val Kilmer documentary. I honestly was, I kind of was, like, nervous to watch the Val Kilmer documentary because I was worried it would be, like, maybe sad. But it's honestly, like, really, like, hopeful and kind of lovely and oh. touching. Um, it is really yeah. sad what happens to him with, with his cancer story. That is really, really sad. It's, like, kind of, it's honestly heartbreaking. But it's yeah. also, like how he kind of continues and also like the it's honestly like kind of like lovely the connections he like the way he views himself and the way like he views his life and the way he continues to want to like create art and like move forward in his life is really beautiful um anyway i enjoyed it uh i recommend it but um that's so interesting because i recall a very famous quote by michael bean from tombstone where they ask him in an interview what it was like to work with Val Kilmer, and he straight up said, well, I don't know Val Kilmer. I know Doc Holliday. Yeah. Which, honestly, is kind of baller, though. You know who's another hottie boombalati? Michael Bean. Michael Bean? Yeah. Kyle Sorry Reese? Sorry about it. Oof. I traveled through time for you, Sarah. Oof. Who in the... Wait, what's the name of the... What's the name of the... What's the name of the one in, in Aliens? Uh... It's like bank or oh, Boyd no. or oh, bitch no. or no 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 b- I think it starts with an H because Hudson oh. is Bill Paxton. No. Vasquez is the hot one. Vasquez is the hot one. Ripley is the hot one. <laughs> Everyone in that movie is the hot one, unfortunately. Lance Henriksen Alien? is the android or the artificial human as they prefer. Hold on. Oh I'm my god. Okay, my buddy John Hicks! Hicks! Okay, I was just going to say, John, if you're listening, I'm so sorry I didn't remember Hicks. It's been a long day. I probably tore all the tendons in my ankle. I'm on another planet right now. But yes, Hicks? Okay. Let, can we take a side, a side moment to talk about the sex scene that's not a sex scene where Hicks teaches Ripley how to use that big gun? Oh, you mean the thing I bring up every time I need an example for a sex scene that's not a sex scene? Yeah. Yeah, it's one of my favorite things Oof. in the entire world. Mwah. When he's like, you, oh, you know how to work this gun? It's so good. Here, let me show you how to shoot my gun. 
Oh, you seem to know how to shoot my gun really well. Here, can I show you a couple things? Yeah, but have you ever tried this with your gun? Wow. Thanks. Uh, there's other bits of dialogue that are <laughs> happening, Go but I'm gonna Immoral this Yeah, uh, wah wah It's Go so good. A sex scene that's not a sex scene is my favorite thing in movies. Um, it is fun, I will admit. Mm -hmm. um, so this brings us back in no real connection uh, to the saint, because what happens, right, he puts on this wig, cosplays as her dad, basically, they fall <laughs> in love, and then they have this like really romantic night together because he's actually extremely overwhelmed because they have this connection. And he's, he does, they don't sleep together. They, they don't, sleep, don't together. sleep together. He steals her notes because yeah. right like as she's asleep, he messages, like it sends an encrypted message to Tretiev mm -hmm. and is like, I'm not doing this. Bye. Yeah. And Tretiev yeah. says, I'll double it or we're going to kill her. So you're either going to yeah. give me what I asked for or we're going to kill mm -hmm. your lady friend. So Val yeah. Kilmer goes to Russia. Yeah. To Moscow. They're in yeah. Moscow, not St. Petersburg, right? Yeah, Moscow. Yeah. So um, then that's when Elizabeth Shue figures out how to find him with the saints' names. And that's when she yeah. says to Scotland Yard, hey, if you give me the manifests for the passengers who were on this flight or all the flights over the past 24 hours to Russia, I can figure out who it is. So she goes to Moscow and finds him. And but then they get captured by the Russian police because he's like, oh, hey, you don't actually want to kidnap me. I don't think you know who you're dealing with. They're immediately kidnapped by Russian police, or not the Russian police, but like... Well, yeah, Tretiak, the army. Tretiak's men. Tretiak's men. Well, he owns the police, basically. Yeah. So... Tretiak's men. The law, law enforcement, like, and this is also, like, the 90s in Russia is an insane time. What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> For those who may or may not know, um, and of course, take what I say with a grain of salt, because I didn't do a lot of research because I was in the emergency room when I was planning on doing this research. But um, after, and I say this because I lived in St. Petersburg for three years when I was a young child with my parents in the early 90s mm -hmm. um, because my dad is Ukrainian and speaks Russian. So as soon as the Iron Curtain fell, his company was like, you go over there to do capitalism. Yeah. <laughs> so we lived there and like my childhood memories of Russia are that it was very dirty. Like I have a very distinct memory of dropping a stuffed animal on the street and I picked it up and it was disgusting. Mm -hmm. Like it, like it just because there was no support for like the infrastructure. So they basically mm -hmm. went from having this deeply ingrained system of how they do things and how people live their daily lives and what their government was like and what their foreign policy was like. And then all of a sudden, like overnight, it was kind of yeah. gone and mm -hmm. all all these western ideals are basically being shoved down everyone's throat so you have this mm -hmm. really crazy movement which is basically the rise of the oligarchs so you have all these party members who are former bigwigs in the communist party who are now getting heavily involved in industry and business making millions and millions of dollars so that they can continue their control of russia so mm -hmm. you know it's basically in in the same hands as people who were involved before it's just instead of communists they're capitalists yep. if that makes sense so that's mm -hmm. that's basically what the big bad is in this movie mm -hmm. um but they get captured they escape the police and then he has this little like pocket knife that does all the kinds of stuff 
Yeah. And also, she has a heart because she has a heart condition. That's right. She has some sort of. I, we don't know what the heart condition is, and you know what? It's but if she takes pills, if she takes a pill, she's okay. It's anyway, probably better that we don't know what it is. You know yeah. what I mean? I don't need to know. All I need to know is that he saved those pills for her, and well, he saved them the first time by stealing them from the policeman and giving her some when they're in the car. Yep. And then when they escape the car. And the pills fall into the icy water. He jumps in the icy water and grabs the pills for her. And then he almost gets hypothermia and dies. And then yeah, they, like, cause, well, because up. they're they're running away from Hadi Bumbalati, Ilya, <laughs> and and they hide uh, by on the bank of the river. And I want to say it's the Moskva River, but I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. I don't don't remember what river it is. But basically, Elizabeth Shue ends up hiding under a thing of ice, and Val Kilmer falls into the water getting her pills, and he holds his breath and stays underwater, which this Mm -hmm. is like middle of winter, Russia. So he starts to get hypothermia because they evade evade Ilya. They go into the Mm -hmm. nearest building, they get help from some of the locals there who hide them. And this is when Elizabeth Shue does what you're supposed to do when someone has hypothermia. Mm-hmm. You are supposed to remove their clothes because the wet, cold clothes are not going to help them. And you right. have to take off your clothes. And the only thing that's going to warm them up super fast is body heat. Boom. But And then they just, like, cuddle and kind of chat well, while they're hiding from Hiding evil. from the police. Yeah, and then they get sold out by an old an old lady because the police basically bribe people, and they're like, "If you see the Americans, give well, us also they start shooting people." Well, that's true as well, but um, it seems like those people weren't super bothered by that. <laughs> like I don't, I don't. We don't know what I don't know. I like, uh, but um, anyway, they they. They're like climbing through the sewers. But he's like, They're, he's also magically cured of, of hypothermia, which like it takes a lot. But longer. because they are in love, because they're in love, love cured is hypothermia. Oh, okay. Note to self: love cures hypothermia. Yeah. <laughs> Call the Mayo Clinic. <laughs> Call the National yeah. Institute of Health. Let them know. I call Miracle Whip. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine if there was a Miracle Whip clinic versus the Mayo <laughs> Clinic? I'm not. Uh, bitch, I would not be surprised. The way this country works, I would not be. What, what is this, like, biting political satire I'm doing? Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if there was a Miracle Whip clinic. Because um, these, uh, they, am I right, ladies? Uh, excuse me, Biden. Like, what is um, no, but uh, anyway, they, can I say, then they are, like, kind of walking through the sewers, they meet this lady named Alexa, which is my name, and I was yeah. like, we love this girl, um, and anyway, she helps them get to the right pipe that would lead them to the embassy, but. Yeah, I wasn't I say, really when, sure when, what her deal was, like, was she a rebel, was she a smuggler, was she a rogue, all of I think she above. was just a rogue trying to get money, I think she's just trying to get money. I think she's loyal to no one but the the check, you know. Um, I gotta say, when they climbed out of the like sewer, basically, she looked incredible. Elizabeth Shue looked unreal. Yeah. Her hair was beautiful. Her like quote like wet like 
she had like a beachy wave like the dirt on her face suited her it was like are you kidding me she's gorgeous. she looked great. i know this is the joy i know it's like duh and part of movies but like elizabeth shoe is so pretty she is she's so pretty and she's so charming on screen like here's the thing this could be a very like oh brother kind of character like oh i'm a science lady and i'm so nervous that this poet guy likes me oh man but like for some reason you're like yeah well for this sure is, this is another example and we've seen this before where the right casting really makes it seem like the female lead is more developed than she is because yeah. Because Elizabeth Shue has charisma, uniqueness, nerve, and talent. Mm -hmm. Emma seems like a far more developed character than she is. When really, Emma is just there for scientific exposition. She is Mm -hmm. the romantic object for Val Kilmer. Mm -hmm. And she is quirky in that she has a heart condition and she's a secret romantic. Like, that's not a developed character. I don't know, but 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 like, Elizabeth Shue manages to make that like sweet and kind of charming. And, exactly, exactly. Um, anyway, they it works out. I think we already said it works out, but like, okay. I. I don't know where he gets all these outfits. Why does he have so much? A part of me wants to ask, how is he getting all these wigs? How is he getting? all of these documents how is he getting well because how how? but also it's a movie and i don't really care i actually think they answer that question in the movie because val kilmer is basically a freelance secret agent international jewel thief right so he's basically stocked in a bunch of different cities so he has remember he has that locker in the train station in Moscow and he's got a bunch of different wigs and passports and gadgets and then he like has an apartment that he like rents out in Moscow and they go there I forgot you're right because after he gets Elizabeth's shoe to the American embassy right he causes a diversion Elizabeth um, it's actually this was a really cool scene where Ilya's running after her and she's running, sprinting through the crowd. Oh, and she screams, I'm an American, let me in. And they just let her in. Well, here's the thing. They you can saw... do that at any embassy. Well, you usually have to show your passport, but the extenuating circumstances that she sounds American, she is clearly being chased by someone. Mm-hmm. And she's Elizabeth Shue. Yeah. So they they said, "Oh, Karate Kid, let her in." Yeah, back to the I, future I, I two. Got... Sign me up. Adventures in Babysitting. Oh fuck. Hamlet two. <laughs> Piranha three D. Was she in Piranha three D? She was, and she did great. We love. I, I love I that movie. Love... They're like, "Oh fuck, the boys, get in here." Yeah. So you know, that's such a good scene, and I thought. It was, it was, the tension was just, ooh, ooh, it was so good. Cause she just mm-hmm. runs. She's like, I'm an American, let me in. They open the gate and she just like melts into this line of soldiers and they close the gate and Ilya gets boxed out. And then this like really tough ass U.S. soldier is like, step away, yeah. step back. And then uh. Ilya spits in his face. So awful. 
I didn't like that. Now, I have a question, because we spent a lot of time talking about the political maneuverings in this film. I think we even talked a little bit about what Cold Fusion is, but what we haven't spent enough time on, I feel, is the romance. And I think they had really good chemistry. Like, I, I did kind of like, it's very corny, but like, they get along well. I buy it. They're sweet to one another. Um, they also, y'all, okay, there's a lot of kissing in this movie. Open mouth. Open mouth kissing. <laughs> I was like, babes, cool it, but also good for you, you know? No, I, it was too much for me. I was like, Elizabeth Shue was like, after what Macho pulled on me, I'm in control now, okay? <laughs> Honestly? And good for her. Good for her. Listen, I don't think Val Kilmer looks like a bad kisser, so good for her. Honestly, I was like, good for both of them. These are these are two very pretty people. Yeah, yeah. Who, it, it, this is what this is this is why we go to the movies yeah. sometimes. To quote Paul Schrader, why do you go to movies to see unhot people? <laughs> Honestly, he's right. I think about that quote once a week. I <laughs> that old weirdo. Um, <laughs> Why do you go to movies? To see unhot people? Slay. Um. <laughs> um. But no, it's, I, I, like, it, it's kind of cheesy. Also, they don't, they don't have sex in this movie. No. No, wait, they do at the end, and then she leaves. Because the first time, he's like, let's just uh, lay here, because he doesn't want to sleep with her and like when it because he likes her yeah which, he's that's overcome, its own overcome with thing. emotion which like i get it emotions that's are sweet. overwhelming i get that I, look we've all been there where you're like can we just lie down for like a second because i i'm feeling a little like oh my god yeah um that's nice and it's good to express what you need um but also okay it's also because he's and he, and he says it in that like um south african voice like I was weeping when I was thinking about you and I hit my head and he's like let's just lie down because it's so magic he says the phrase it's so magic and I was like barf you know okay the way, the way that he but said that it's fun this is gonna be really niche so just roll with mm -hmm. me on this mm -hmm. the way he said that when he was playing Thomas Moore the long-haired hot South African artist Mm -hmm. It reminded me of this scene in The Girl Next Door where Alicia Cuthbert is playing a prank on the main character's friends, and she goes, I'm all wet. Can I come in? That's what it reminded me of. Oh. That's really niche, I know. That is niche. I haven't, I haven't watched that movie since high school. It does not Pul hold up. Uh, wow, I'm shocked. <laughs> I'm shocked <laughs> that a movie about a 19-year-old porn star doesn't hold up. Yeah, that it wasn't that it that it that it wasn't compassionate in its portrayal of sex workers. Um, Paul Dano's in that movie. Yeah. Shout out to Paul Dano. Yeah. Um, and the best or is it friend? Dano? Is, is it y'all? Is it Dano or Dano? Oh, I actually don't know. Listeners, let us know at Hell Texas. No Cast on Instagram. Is it Dano or Dano? 
but let's get back sorry let's get back to this i have okay sorry i don't i was uncomfortable because of like the intensity of the feelings between them so i'm mm-hmm. just trying to pivot to anything else but i'm sorry you go i will let you say no you i say. i think this is a pivot that stays with it but you might adjust. okay so val kilmer portrays several he puts on several different little costumes and accents in this and it's a delight and it's very fun um but of those which is the one that would probably work on you because we have the one at the beginning he's not really like he starts out russian but then he tries to do an australian accent Oof. and then there's the one that plays the guy he when he plays the spanish guy <laughs> that hits on emily mortimer yeah. emily mortimer Emily Murder. Uh, he leaves her a flower. Okay. And then and then there's uh well there's the nerd journalist guy. Then there's South African guy. Then there's German guy. Then Southern guy. And I think that's it. I think so. Wow, that's several people. Which one of those would like work on you, man? None of them. Okay, I feel like the lady doth protest too much. Is <laughs> no, there truly, one that would I... work on you? Is there one that would work would work on you? No, I don't. And here's why. Okay, tell. I want to know this. I, I I believe you. I'm just yeah. I want to know more. When I am out living my life, I am mostly emotionally unavailable, mm-hmm. and. And you know this, during times when you and I have been single gals galloping free in the world, Mm -hmm. like, I'm not interested in what men have to say. No. And it's not because I hate men, because I actually appreciate some men. I don't hate all men, but, like, I'm just not interested. I'm not putting out – I'm obviously not putting out vibes or making any kind of clear signal that I want to be talked to. So if mm-hmm. any of these fucking jabronis came up to me, it would not work. I will say all of them explain what saint they're named after, and that is not cool to me. It's not. A, it's a turnoff for me. But also, I'm like Catholic enough that I'd be like, oh. <laughs> and see, I don't know anything about that stuff, so I'd be like, and. I don't really either, but I know enough to be like, oh, like, I guess I'm culturally Catholic. Oh, God, that's <laughs> Culturally Catholic. That's good. That's a good one. Yeah, because I grew up, but then, but my, both of my parents, because they went to Catholic school, were like, we're not sending our kid to Catholic school. Um, a cool way to make sure your kids are not Catholic is send them to Catholic school in the 1960s. Um, <laughs> what do you um, mean? Everything I've heard about Catholic school from the 60s sounds great. Yeah, and super tr- cool, and nothing bad ever happened to any children. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but um, what... Uh, uh, um, Would any of Val Kilmer's aliases work on you? Probably, yeah! Okay, because I love Val Kilmer. I, I, but okay... All right, we'll go. I'm gonna go through them. Okay. The first Russian dude, no, thank you. Bye. Uh, also, that Australian accent was fake. Uh, it was not a great. It wasn't a fun. Listeners, regular... Allie is still holding her <laughs> open pocket knife. <laughs> it's 
so while she's talking about this, she's just waving it around. I need I need this. It's helping me stay focused. And <laughs> sorry, I interrupted you. Please. Keep this is going. why teachers. This is why teachers have like a pointer stick. You know. Um, yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, okay. So first one, no. What the Spanish guy? I didn't like that vibe. Also, he was like really bronzed up in a way that felt borderline like not like. It felt a little like. It felt uh, a little brown uh, face. Yeah. yeah, I was like, I'm good. No, thank you to this. The South African one would get more of my time than he deserved, because. I have fallen prey to more than one like long-haired dude who's like. Okay, this is what I think about the world, right? And I'm like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, totally. Oh, my God, you're so, yeah, for sure. Um, what were the other ones? Some that, no. Oh, okay, the one where he was Southern and he was basically doing Doc Holliday, that was dope. Mm. I love Doc Holliday. I love that movie. I love that performance. That is a great movie. Tombstone is so good. Oh my god, it's so good. So good. Yeah, see, okay, you're going through... See, the Spanish guy wouldn't work on me because I would... Like, I'm I'm not interested. If we are sitting next to each other on a plane, you know what I want from you? Leave me alone. That's what I want from you. Because I'm on a yes. plane. I, in general, agree, but also the sexual tension between you and a person who is the same age on a plane, unreal. No matter what, if we're if we're the same age and we're on a plane together, there's part of me that's like, are we gonna get married? I, okay, let me what? be clear. What maybe are you not saying? So, okay, maybe not so much now, but in your twenties, when you're on a plane and then there's another person who's okay looking in their twenties on the plane as well, you're like, are we gonna fall in love? I l have never experienced that. Okay, well, honey, you're not living. <laughs> Perhaps also, not. Also, we're different people. Yeah, that's one time true. on a plane. One time I was on a plane, and uh, I I managed to get the window seat. Ding dong ding, but um, there was uh, a young man who was about my age. I was like 22, sat next to me. And I could tell he was also in his early 20s. It was like, oh okay. And we looked at each other for like a second. And the way where it's like, oh hey, can I have the same wrist? Whatever. Anyway, we pull out our reading material, and he pulled out the biography. I think it was the autobiography of Carl Rove. And I was like, oh. oh. Never mind. It's over. Over before it began. I know. Rest in pepperonis. Honestly, they were nice when the wind was so cold. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, um, Today's a day uh, where I'm cackling a lot. You're welcome. I love it. I love You're this welcome, from you. You're welcome, audience. I love this from you. So none of them would work. Is there a Val Kilmer that would work on you in general? Probably Iceman, even though he's very gay. He's not gay. <laughs> Heteroflexible. He's just, yeah, he's very into his body and other men's bodies and how those bodies respond to one another. Uh-huh. Yeah, okay. God, playing with the boys. <laughs> I love that Iceman is your dude. What about, have you seen Real Genius? No. Okay, Real Genius has a line that I think about. Ever since I saw it, I. 
Real Genius has a line where when I saw it happen on screen, I screamed. Oh, no. And I watched, I was watching it with my friends, and I went, no, I hate it. And my friend went, because it would work on you. Ooh. Okay, so there's a pool party happening, right? Oh, no. And a girl's about to eat a hamburger. Ugh. And Val Kilmer runs up, and he smacks the hamburger out of her hand. And he goes, don't eat that stuff. Don't you know eating that stuff can give you very large breasts? And then he goes, oh, God. I'm too late. Oh my god, that's actually really fucking funny. Right? Wouldn't you immediately, like the whiplash you would have from, I hate this guy, I was about to eat a burger, to, okay, I guess I'm going to sleep with this guy. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Thank you for acknowledging my big honking titties. <laughs> we have not talked about this movie. And there's not much to say. Like It's, it's, it's a pretty it's straightforward a action romance thriller, you know? It's like, it's, it's, but it's barely a thriller. It's more just like, we're it's, having it's fun here. It's more just like action. Yeah, you're right. We're it's, having fun here, but they get along, and they're they're really they immediately like each other, like immediately. The romance and the sexual tension and the chemistry are all palpable. It's like cute. It's cute. It's weirdly like cute. Um, okay, now I have an important question to ask. Is this movie romantic? I'm gonna say yes. Yeah, honestly, it's kind. Of, it's cute. It's romantic. If I invented cold fusion and my boyfriend was a thief, I, that's right. That's right, Roscoe. That's, all I, that's correct. That's all I have to say about that. I have a question. Yeah. Was it sexy? Uh, I'm going to go out on a limb and say yeah. Even yeah, though I was a little scandalized because I'm just going through my own stuff and seeing that stuff is like, whoa. What was scandalized? What scandalized you, babe? Just the, the deep open mouth kissing that was that was a lot i was like okay guys work <laughs> yeah it, it gave me very much hunger vibes like the hunger yeah yeah yeah, yeah. all right and that um, was another movie that scandalized me yeah which it isn't that funny that i'm the one that's scandalized out of the two of us kind of but also i think we've established that you're like Emotionally I, unavailable. No, you're the secret repressed one, and I'm the, um, I don't know, weird perv. <laughs> <laughs> See, yeah, and I'll clarify for our listeners. I'm, I say emotionally unavailable. I don't actually think I am. To get Vol on the pod for a little bit, because I've had an exhausting day, and I spent like five hours, roughly, four or five hours in the ER. I don't even know how long I was there. It was basically all afternoon. The sun had already set by the time I left. But um, I am a secret softie. And, yeah. And this is, like, I am very, like, down to business, very direct, very, mm-hmm. mm, that sounds like a personal problem in my everyday life. But I am a very secret softie, and I like to protect that part of myself. And so when oh. I see things that are things that like appeal to that soft softy fuzzy part of myself i'm like ugh, you're not allowed to be out what are you doing out of your cave it puts the lotion on its skin it does this whenever it's told tiny white dog i fully Um. buffalo bill my own emotions that's a hundred percent me i buffalo bill my own Mm -hmm. feelings yeah goodbye horses um that's that song, right? Yeah, the Q Lazarus. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, thank you. Um, 
No, I get it, and that's okay. You have hard boundaries, and you're protecting your your self, and good for you. Yeah, Mel, Mel, this is this is the real twist. I guess I'm revealing the twist of the pod. Oh. Is that Mel is a softie, secretly. Yeah, I know. And I am. Well, what's the opposite of that? A hardy. Hard? Oh a God. <laughs> no, no. I don't know what the opposite of a softie is. I'm worried that here's the thing. I'm worried not, it is because you're not a hard ass and you're not no. to, like you are resilient and strong, but you That's are not. That's very beautiful. You are not. Thank you, baby. You're not oh. like me in the way that you are. I think openly a little bit more compassionate on the outer mm-hmm. layers, and I'm not. Mm-hmm. But also like. Yeah, Thank I agree. Thank you, Roscoe. Thank you, Ro. Um, Roro, you are right. Um, I don't know. This is not important. I guess. I guess really the real saint is us. Yeah, we've each performed. What is it? Three miracles. You have to do. What do you have to do you to become to, a saint? Three miracles. Three miracles. I think you typically, usually, you have to die. I think oh. you also have to um, uh, experience the stigmata. Oh, is that the bloody holes oh, yeah. in the hands? Oh, girl, it's the whole it's the whole gig. Are, are you ready? Want to know what happens in the stigmata? We yeah. got hand, holes in the hand, bleeding from the hands. Ugh. Well, I, but also some people say wrists, but it's hands. It's boom here. Yeah. Um, Ow. And then feet as well. Roscoe, yeah, I know. Are we offending you? I'm so sorry. He's like, don't talk about the Lord. I'm like, I'm being respectful. <laughs> don't talk about um, the Lord. <laughs> I'm being respectful. <laughs> <laughs> this little preacher boy is has something to say. Once again, a man is trying to silence a woman, and a woman, <laughs> I, I'm, and within the church. God. But yeah, that, none of that stuff happens to Val Kilmer in the movie. The three miracles he performs are like, basically that called fusion marks. And I think he says one of the other miracles is that Elizabeth Shue loves him or whatever. Um, it's just, it's it's whatever. Um, okay, so it's the movie is romantic. It's sexy. Um, yeah, I I'm gonna say this movie is sexy. You think it's sexy? Yeah, it's a kind of it's kind of sexy. It's like. Well, it's sexy in a way that, like, if I saw this in front of my parents, I wouldn't be like, Ugh! but it's sexy enough where I'm like, okay, I'm paying attention. See, uh, that's you know? the difference between you and me, because I saw this movie by myself and was like, <laughs> Would you Paul Giamatify this? Yes. What, what, how, would, how would you Giamatify? I would cast Paul Giamatti as Elizabeth Shue. <laughs> It might work. I would cast Paul Giamatti as, like, the Russian president. That's a much better casting choice, but I just want to watch the world burn, so, you know. I, I, you know what? I love that for you. Thank you. I do think we need to cast Giamatti as a romantic lead more often. I agree. And and we should clarify, when we say Paul Giamatti, we're doing it as G-I-A-M-O-D-I-F-Y. Giamatti. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was um, clarified and suggested to us by friend of the pod, Lucille Petty. Yes. Um, but it's also, uh, is there anything you would Danny DeVito 
uh, yeah, uh, I'm with Danny DeVito yeah. a lot about this movie. Why is the Russian scientist the only scientist in all of Moscow? Like, why I are think there? Why are there no I, other scientists? I would Danny I, DeVito that. I I think he's the only scientist that can work on cold fusion. I think that it studies this specific specific thing. See, that doesn't make sense to me, though, because, like, Elizabeth Shue's not the only one. There's, like, a team of nuclear physicists or whatever, and she just happens to be the one working on that specific part of cold fusion. Because, like, it's not just one person doing everything by themselves, so that didn't make sense. There's also a bunch of scenes um, toward the end where Val Kilmer is going between the Russian president and the U.S. embassy and, like, his own little place. And it seems like he's and, – and the Russian scientist. And it seems like he's in three places at once. I would Danny DeVito that. Didn't make any sense to me. You can't be in more than one place at a time, babe. But, yeah, but also he's Val Kilmer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think those are the only things I would Danny DeVito, though. Would you Danny yeah. DeVito anything? Um – you bring up good points. I would Danny DeVito. Um, I don't know. I I um. I don't think I'd veto this, but I I was confused. It felt almost a little too on the nose that the evil Russians are watching rats race one another. Like they're so dirty that the way they gamble is they gamble on rats. Yeah. The but weirder race. things have happened in real life, so fuck it. Um, also, cold no. fusion's not real. It's a hypothesis. It's never been fully proven. That's why it's a movie, ho. That's the whole point of the movie. <laughs> the whole point of the movie is everyone's like, this is bullshit. And then Elizabeth Shue is like, I figured it out because I'm a nice lady. Um, <laughs> I was nice to science and it gave me the answer. Is that what you, is that what you think science is? You just have to be nice to it, and it gives you answers. Yes. <laughs> All right, work. I'm Elizabeth Shue. <laughs> Elizabeth. <laughs> I I would recommend this movie. I think it was I romantic. Would... I think it was sexy. I think it was really fun. If anything, this movie is fun. It's a fun movie. It's like cute. What are you searching for? See, because that's the thing. Val Kilmer, they just let him him loose on this movie. And are all of his Mm -hmm. accents good? No. But is he having the time of his life? Yes. And we are, in turn, having the time of our lives. Also, I liked that, like, when he's the German, we didn't, sorry, we didn't even talk about the bitchy German. German Oh, I loved the bitchy German. He's like, your proposal is very boring. (laughs) Oh, hello. (laughs) Yeah. They're like, would you like any coffee? He's like, Klein pizza. (laughs) (laughs) I know, so funny. It's fun. It's oh, it's a fun movie. Um, I think that's all. Like, yeah. Oh, I guess fuck Mary Kill. We like. Okay, Melanie, I have one for you. Okay, I'm ready. Val Kilmer. Yes. Elizabeth Shue. Okay evil Russian sidekick man. Ilya, I believe, was his character's name. Okay. Well, obviously we're going to kill Val Kilmer because we 
I don't need that energy in my life. I don't need that. I need someone reliable. I need oh someone God. consistent. I don't want I don't want Simon. Oh my God. Um, I'm gonna marry Elizabeth Shue because I think she and I yes. would have a very cute little cottage core life together in England. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we would both be professors. She would be a professor of nuclear physics and I would be a professor of archaeology. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would fuck Ilya. Wow. Like, I knew you were going to say that, but also to hear it is, ups- like, oh. It's one of those where it's like, oh, yeah, we're different. Because, okay, <laughs> the way we would both, I would, I would marry Elizabeth Shue as well. Mm-hmm. Marrying Elizabeth Shue. She is kind and thoughtful and, like, expresses what she needs. Um, she cares about her work, but she also cares about people. Yeah. Uh, she is so pretty. Yeah. So, so beautiful. Very beautiful. So beautiful. Um, I'm gonna fuck Val Kilmer. I, I kind of like this energy. It's look. Is it a? Is it a very? Is it as the children say, theater kid energy? Yes, but like, you know. We're both. You fuck what you fuck what you know, you know. Yeah. Um, Yeah, yeah. And and I'm gonna kill Ilya because no, no, no. I don't like your attitude. I don't like your behavior. Your hair is beautiful, but I'm not that. I look. I got. I've. I'm. I've. I've grown up. You know. Well, I think that's a valid point, and I. I don't think I'm in a position to judge because I would absolutely fuck Ilya. But also, I went out with a man named Dirty Michael. So, glass I, houses, stones, all that thing. All that thing? I, okay, good night. I all, that all that thing. All that stuff. All that, and all that thing. I'm going <laughs> to read a book and then go to bed. Glass house. And all that thing. I'm going to read a book and then go to bed. And all that thing, I'm gonna <laughs> drink some soup and then fall asleep. And all that thing. <laughs> and all that thing. I watched the saint. I watched the saint all by myself. Elizabeth True could use some help. She's got a heart problem and she invented cold fusion and all that thing. Okay. Wow. Um. Okay, so this has been, <laughs> this has been <laughs> you had me at hell no. Um, if you enjoyed this podcast for whatever reason, um, tell your friends, please let us yeah. uh, let, let let the people know. Um, you can give us a positive rating on Apple Podcasts. That's so nice of you. But if not, that's also okay. With no hard feelings. If you want to. Tell us something like, hey, dummies, you got everything wrong. Or, hey, dummies, I actually really liked what you had to say. Or, hey, dummies, it's me, your dad. <laughs> what? <laughs> dad, why do you have Instagram? You know, Tom, I, I don't know. Why do you have Instagram? Dad, what is. I'm so confused, father. But Neither anyway. Of our dads are listening to this. No. And, and guess, and, and thank, thank, thank the Lord. Yeah. Thank goodness. Um, uh, but you can hit us up on social means, um, both Instagram and we're never on Twitter. But um, also, Twitter's goodbye, Twitter. Bye bye. Uh, Love you. Bye bye. Um, 
but uh, you can hit us up on Instagram at hellnocast, also our website, hellnocast.com. Uh, email us, hellnocast at gmail.com. But hellnocast, you know, it's everywhere, baby. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, let us know how you're feeling because we love interacting. We with love people. hearing from y'all. And, and just as Elizabeth Shue, wanted to give cold fusion to the world for free mm -hmm. so that everyone could have energy so too we wish to keep our podcast free for you to enjoy so tell your friends yeah i liked that that was a good transition Melanie. boom also i love being compared to elizabeth shoe even fun. though we have we nothing have in common mm, with her. nothing in common nothing in common no, if I was her daughter, they'd be like, "What happened to those? <laughs> <laughs> did a tr did did she make love to an ant?" If I were Elizabeth Shue's daughter, <laughs> they'd be like, "Why did you fall down crossing the street, you stupid idiot?" They would never say that to you. <laughs> <laughs> if they said that to you, I'd be like, "Leave my friend alone." <laughs> Back away from my friend. That is my friend. And if she. <laughs> <laughs> If she wants to fall on the street, she can. <laughs> I didn't want to. <laughs> Don't talk to her like that. That's my best friend. And if she wants to throw herself into the street, she has a right. Thank you. If she wants to fall on the sidewalk, she can. This is the kind of ride or die energy that I love. Yeah. Um, but also, yeah, me falling down and having having the woman the woman who was walking in front of me heard the crunch of my ankle and turned around and said like asked me if I was okay that's the kind of day I've had one of the most embarrassing things that's happened to me in a while so it was nice to watch this movie and and not think about that yeah yeah hey Mel hey Allie what are you searching for? I'll kill you. I'm just a traveler. <laughs> <laughs> that's, I, yeah, that'd probably work on me. <laughs> <laughs> we thank you so much for spending this time with us. It's been so nice. Also, oh, that's something you could let us know. Would any of these Valcomers work on you? Would you be seduced by any of these Valcomers? That's actually something I'm genuinely interested to know. So yeah. do, do let us know on social meds. But mm -hmm. that about wraps it up for You Had Me at Hell No about the saint. Yeah. It's been a wild ride. Well, this has been You Had Me at Hell No. I have been Allie. And I have been Mel. Love you. Bye. Bye. You Had Me at Hell No was recorded remotely in front of our pets Roscoe and Benny. Allie and I would like to thank Bella Vanek and Lucille Petty for our theme song. Thank you, Bella and Lucille. And we'd also like to thank all of you for taking the time to listen today. Bye-bye.